0: Hello, welcome to the Self-Learning Podcast by Dr. Shishma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 21, Capacity Building of Grassroots Functionaries. The 73rd and 74th Amendment have introduced local self-governance with the purpose of introducing grassroots democracy in the country. It had been a long cherished dream that is now in the process of being realized. The amendments introduce new institutions at the local level. However, the capacity at which these institutions at the local level perform would depend on the resources, the infrastructure and the technical expertise available with the personnel in these institutions that is the elected functionaries. The local bureaucracy and especially the subject matter specialist in newly introduced institutions such as the State Finance Commission and the District Planning Committee besides community which is slated to be an important contributor to develop in the future. But even at the initial stage of the reform effort, there are disc concreting voices being heard about these bodies being burdened with journalists who would not make them efficacious bodies, rather turn into them into ornamentations. That would not serve any real purpose in the countryside. Much lament has already been heard about the lack of a plan effort at local levels and also problems with the implementation of policies. While shortfalls in Planning are highly explained by lack of required data and expertise to handle that data and broad failure of the plan approach based on the trickle down effect in capacity of local administration to translate policy statements into practicable action plans and have a vision for the future implementation bottlenecks are due to the disquieting space for discretion with local public officials which means ordinary citizens have to pay corrupt officials even for their regular administrative duties which is rent or unearned income in terms of the public choice theory, derived by virtue of unaccounted positional authority, that clearly indicates the need to establish accountability mechanisms that are oriented also towards outcomes, not strict construction of the procedure itself. Development administration, by its very nature, is unoriented. Hence, provisions are needed to encourage initiative, which is directly needed for innovative policy to succeed. Hence, much needs to be done by way of reform effort concentrated at the development bureaucracy at the local level. Needless to assert, political will to affect that same at the state level is crucial for desired changes in the local governance since the stimulus for desired change would emanate from the state legislature. In this unit, we shall explore the many facets of of local administration and what adaptations are needed, where, for the intent or purpose of the recent constitutional amendments to be realized. Now let us move to the next point, institutional capacity building. Recent amendments have introduced two new institutions, the District Planning Committee and the State Finance Commission in Local Governance. The composition of state finance commission and the qualification requisite for appointment have been left to the discretion of the respective state governments. Position in this regard as a result differs from state to state as brought out by Baspei and Bama. In case of Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra and Punjab, no details. With regards to composition and qualification have been provided in the respective acts. Certain large states like Uttar Pradesh and Bihar have smaller finance commission consisting of only three members each. As regards qualification prescribed for the chairman of the commission, the state of Assam, Bihar, Haryana, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu and UP have not provided any detail in their acts in this regard in case of andhra pradesh and gujarat the qualification prescribed is a broad experience in public affairs the question of qualifications of members should be carefully attended since the state finance commission as per the constitutional stipulation would be in charge of the devolution of both plan and non-plan funds unlike the central finance commission which has lost plan fund allocation to the planning commission since the state planning commissions are not that powerful the finance commission would need all the expertise at its command to do justice to its role as the sole body in charge of plan and non-plan fund allocation to local government bodies. The terms of reference of the state finance commissions are also likely to be broader since there is no constitutional stipulation limiting their terms to reference to any specific taxes or duties. The specific terms of reference is a particular state would be dictated by its particular needs in the light of the functions laid down in the 11th schedule of the Constitution. As regards the district planning committee, most states have not included enough information in their acts to give effect to the provision for a district planning committee which has been made in the 74th constitutional amendment. Only six states Assam, Bihar, Himachal Pradesh, Karnataka, Rajasthan and Tamil Nadu have provided some information in their act. The pattern is more or less the same. Directly elected members MLA, MLC, MPs, Chairperson of Jila Parishad, Mayor and Chairman of Municipal corporations or board having jurisdiction over the headquarters of the district have been included in the district planning committee. No state has mentioned the manner in which the elected members should be chosen. No state has prepared a specific list of the functions assigned to the district planning committee. These incongruencies are glaring. In view of the significance of the district planning in the scheme of wider development planning for the district, the district planning committee was envisaged to bring about the much-needed integration between urban and rural planning with emphasis on small and medium towns as providers of higher-order services to rural areas. Like marketing facilities, banking facilities, repair workshops, etc. The Hanvantarao working group first articulated the idea, which has since been pursued and finally given effect in the 74th constitutional amendment. It was emphasized that. District plans should be envisaged not just as rural plans, but as spatial plans taking cognizance of linkages between the rural development and urban development regarding ideas closely aligned to the rural areas and to the development of these areas. It was recommended that the urban areas with less than 10,000 population should be treated as rural areas for purpose of district development plan. Now let us wind up the session. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.